Hey, it's Tanika Bruce, also known as Coach Bruce or the Network Nurse. I'm a registered nurse, an author, a leader, a doctoral student, a wife, and a parent. Join me on this journey to discuss nurse X's and O's from nursing to networking. With my experiences, failures, and lessons learned in leadership, business, and sports, my hope is to positively impact your life by challenging you to chase after your goals with relentless pursuit. Let's aim to achieve success beyond your wildest dreams. So today we're talking about how to deal with different conditions. For example, on one hand, if you have this emotional struggle, and then on the other hand, we have responsibilities to care for our patients. So how do we keep going? And over the years, we've seen how the demand for nurses have grown in all kinds of departments in our healthcare system. And just like anyone, nurses have their own struggles, whether it be at home or with family. And other people just seem to kind of be going on, just pursuing their own things. And we still have to balance things that people don't think about like pursuing our own studies for different things and whether or not we feel adequate emotionally. So when you take that into consideration, nurses work and serve without letting that stress of their personal lives really affect their patient care. But it doesn't mean that we're not struggling with it. And if you take the moment to really consider that it takes great strength to smile and put the needs of others before our own when we're struggling as well. That's difficult for anyone, yet alone a nurse or a healthcare worker. So this is kind of the true nature of service. So today we're going to discuss how to keep going in the middle of emotional struggle and the responsibilities that we have, how do you keep those responsibilities of having patients, lots of them sometimes, and caring for those patients amidst all of the other things that's going on as well? So how do we do it? Well, the first thing is we have to ensure a good work-life balance. That's first and foremost. This is, it's very important in the way of just beating our exhaustion and knowing that sometimes it's very easy to become overloaded. So maintaining a healthy work-life balance is very imperative. So we can't mix um, or take our frustrations of the work environment home and vice versa. This will ensure that we are able to take care of our patients and provide service while we're giving ourselves that opportunity to bloom and just do the things that we naturally still want to do. Just because we've taken this oath to take care of patients no matter what, we still have our own aspirations. We still have our own thoughts and the responsibilities that come with working with patients and lots of patients sometimes. We have, there are nurses that aren't just taking care of one or two patients at a time. Sometimes nurses are taking care of eight or nine patients at once. 
So we have this feeling of I'm not doing enough, or there's also the questioning whether or not the decisions that you made is, was it proper? Did I just have this conversation or was that with another patient? It's very easy to get confused. And so this shouldn't be the case. So as nurses, if you appreciate yourself and know that you're doing your best, you really can. And when your shift ends, go home. Just be a proud person. Try as much as you can to just shut it off. And when you leave work, just try to leave work completely. Because in the end, what's most important is making sure that you're taking care of yourself so that way you can take care of others. Then secondly, you have to give yourself credit. And it's just so easy to get lost in the struggles of life and responsibility. So feeling undervalued or unappreciated, that sometimes it kind of starts to settle in. Let's be honest. And when your responsibilities increase, it's normal to feel overwhelmed. So what we need to do is not allow this to make us feel that you're not doing enough. Take that moment to really appreciate every little effort that you make because you can't do everything all the time. And when patients' situations take a turn for the worst, don't blame yourself be open about it and just talk about the different events so you don't end up bottling them up over time because that can be part of what makes things worse emotionally and mentally for you. So in order to make sure that you keep going and you can understand that sometimes you may feel like moving on is maybe unachievable or unattainable, then you need to take that opportunity to, at the end of the day, just breathe. Okay, just breathe. It's one time. Whether it's four seconds in and four seconds out, or seven seconds in and seven seconds out to just calm yourself. And after you've taken that time to just breathe, making sure that you're eating properly, you've got to have a nutritious diet. We tell our patients that all the time, and there's so many different kinds of diets. So for us to be drinking coffee and diet Coke and candy all day, that's not going to keep our energy level afloat. We might be just on sugar, but it doesn't mean that we're giving our body the nutrients that it needs. So make sure we're doing that and also taking time to just unwind and relieve stress. And lastly, just loving yourself unconditionally. So to keep going, it doesn't necessarily mean you have all the answers and it doesn't mean either you have it all figured out. That is far from it. It just means that you get up when you don't feel like waking up. Because the reality is the hardest thing that we'll have to do each day is to get both feet out of bed and 
put on the ground. So when that happens and we understand that that's the hardest thing that we need to do, when we don't feel like it and we go to work, even when there's no motivation, that in itself sets you apart from everyone else. And you need to give yourself credit for that. And another thing that can be very beneficial is to set some smart goals and really work towards those. What's the, when's the last time that you wrote down your goals and reviewed them before your shift? Better yet, when was the last time you prepared for your shift? And I don't mean wake up at the last minute, grab your stethoscope and grab your notepad and so forth. I mean truly prepared mentally prepared, got up in enough time, did a routine, looked at your goals and remembering why you got up in the first place to go to work. So when you do that, you know that you're working towards that and that helps eliminate exhaustion and burnout. And yes, I know we've taken this moral pledge to serve, but don't forget to take care of yourself. We have to treat ourselves with kindness first before we demand that from any patient or family member. And most importantly of it all is to appreciate who you are. Hopefully you guys liked today's episode. My goal is to be of help to you in making even the slightest change in your life through this podcast. And if that happens, then that's achievement enough for me. And I'd love to hear your thoughts. Make sure you don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. That's very important. And also connect with me on my social media pages. And if you want to know more about me, please visit TanikaBruce.com. Now, there's always three things that you need to do in between now and the next episode. One, don't forget to share it with your friends and family. Two, know when the next episode will be. And number three, win your day. 